Want some whiskey in your water? Sugar in your tea? What's all this crazy question you're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see. Mama told me let's go. Welcome to Lessons of Life, Lesson 22, Fear, what it really is. <laughs> when you look at life objectively, and science tends to do that, and it therefore it's only looking at the animal side of human. And it tells you how the body works and all this other stuff. Fear, they tell you, is an instinctive uh, reaction to danger. No, it's not. <laughs> Fear is an instinctive. It's your instinct, okay? And it's telling you you're not looking the right way. You're, you're looking the wrong way. You know, and that's that gut feeling when you're at a party and, you know, you, you know something's wrong. You can feel it. And you start feeling that fear. You know, you see somebody overdosing. You see stuff going on. And you don't like it and you don't want to be there anymore. You know, and that fear is welling up. Well, for a reason. Get out of there. Get out of there. You know. And if your mama told you not to come before you went, that fear, that seed of fear from her got put in your mind to begin with. And so then you showed up and started seeing things that were fearful. And this is how you get dragged down into fear. Okay? Because you hold it and you love on it because it's protecting you. No, it's not. It's all God. This is the story of Daniel. When they let out the ravenous lions to eat them all up. And what did they do? They went and laid down next to them and purred like little kitties. Because <laughs> he knows it's all God. They can't hurt him. Beautiful little lions. Little kitty, kitty. Let me rub your belly. Oh, kitties don't like bellies being rubbed. Okay, I'll rub you behind your ears. <laughs> you know, it's Daniel New. And so, they had to lay down. They had to respond with love. It's that way for everything. That's the point to that story. To trust in God. And God is love. Trust in love. God conquers all. Love conquers all. Fear is really God telling you, you're looking the wrong way. There's nothing to be afraid of. Okay? It's me. It's me in another costume. Smile. Send me some love. I'm bringing you your good. You know? <laughs> That's what fear is really about. Yes, it's an instinctive gut feeling. It comes from God. Okay? And God's telling you, get out of here. You're looking the wrong way. Leave these people. You're looking the wrong way. And then if you don't, then comes the pain, and the doubt, and the guilt, and the suffering. You know, fear is what 
often starts it and then it just grows because everything grows <laughs> so what do you want to grow do you want to grow you know the dark side or do you want to grow the light and since light dispels dark you know and dark can never swallow the light that's just you know go to the light it's all good it's funny how people get um, caught up in a lot of this stuff and, and will say things like, yeah, it's that way for everything, but, <laughs> you know, well, your mom is a messenger and if your mama told you, you better not go and you see life subjectively, then you need to stop and think about it. Now, hmm, that's God telling me I shouldn't go. Now, why is that? Well, hmm, I'm not sure. I think I'll go and see. So then you show up at the party, you know, and yeah, there's people doing shit, you know, and objective man's objective man. You give objective man what he says and you go to God and, and give him what you think how this works so if you expect everybody to be wonderful at that party regardless of what your mom said that's how they're gonna be you know but if you think um, yeah it'll be great Jim and and Georgia will be there but I hope Tom's not there they're really fuck it up you know and Joe Joey Joey and Tom those two oh please I hope they're not there and guess who's there <laughs> Joey and Tom Doing exactly what you think they'd be doing. Hogging the beer. You know. Pushing each other. Being obnoxious. Whatever it is you didn't like about them. Hoping they wouldn't be there. That's like magnet calling. Oh. We gotta show up. We gotta show her we are what she thinks we are. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. You know. And if you keep it up at the love level. Oh, Mom, don't worry. Everyone's lovely, really. You know, and she'll come back with, Yeah, I know. All your friends are great. You know, I just want you to know. I'll come get you no matter what. Okay, Mom. It'll be fine. You know, and you go to the party and it's fine. Now, if you live objectively, then you usually took what she said to you and now it's a nagging fear in your mind and it's going to come to life okay and that's God saying hey don't look that way okay get out of here get out of here clean up your mind and then come back if you want to still party you know but I think you should just go home and think about it you know because you, you're locking those people in those states that you believe they're in that your fear of them put you in and a lot of people who study these laws don't understand the power of forgiveness that that just wipes the slate clean you know they struggle with this I need to go revise my whole life no you don't good luck with that you'll never get it all okay never and it's tiring to boot you know and, and people are continuing to argue and be ugly to you you know, it's tiring. It's it's tiring. And the only way to wipe the slate clean 
is forgiveness. That's what empties your mind. And if you forgive and then focus on the aspects of God, now your consciousness in your heart is rewriting the consciousness in your head so that they match. And then things start coming fast and easy and lovely and wonderful because now these two are imitating each other and you just sit back and relax and, and let them fly. The story's over, therefore everything is predestined. You know, it, the story's over, it's written, okay? You just think you get to choose. <laughs> you're playing your role, man. You know, you're being a, a human being. And you get to be whatever you want and play whatever you want. But this is the role you make for yourself. You want to be the housewife. You want to be the CEO. You want to be whatever. That's your journey. That's the battle you're having. It's the role you're playing. And then you come to realize, you know, it's all good. It's all perfect. It's okay to be the CEO. And it's great that she's a housewife. I love it. You know, somebody's got to take care of the kids. It's all good. I don't like to cook. She does. You know, whatever. It's all good. It's all perfect. It's part of a whole. You know, and you get to pick and choose what you want here. But if you let fear drive you, then fear's driving you. You can let love drive the chariot, or you can let fear drive the chariot. That's up to you. That's your choice, objective or subjective, faith or doubt, which one it's going to be. You know, but fear takes you into doubt. That's where you're headed. So it's important to look at it and take that part of the science a story, step back and look at it. What am I afraid of? You know, and... My son did this with my granddaughter in front of me. She started being suddenly afraid of our dog. And he's a pit bull. And he's kind of big, but he's just a big old teddy bear. And she came into the house. And, oh, oh, you know. And my son got down and put her on his knee and said, Kenzie, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid of bulls. He's going to knock me down. No, Bolt would never knock you down. He loves you. You just have to tell him, no, Bolt, move. And he'll move. Are you sure? No. Yes. Now go do it. Move, Bolt. <laughs> and Bolt moved. And then she had this big old smile on her face. She had all this confidence, you know. And we go to the back door and... and Bolt's right there with us. And she said, no, Bolt, me first. And she goes out the door and he waits. You know, and it was all great. After that, she wasn't afraid of our dog anymore. And it's important to remind yourself that there's nothing to fear. What are you really afraid of? You know, and then you find yourself sometimes going down into that pit. You know, I'm afraid X will happen, and then Y will happen, and then there'll be Z. I'm a whore. You know, and that's when you, wait a minute, I'm being a drama queen here. 
Okay. No. No, 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 no. I know better. I accept that's done. And it's all good. God is great. God, And that's how you rein yourself in. No, I'm not running wild with my imagination. And this is one who sees life subjectively. They know this is a lucid dream. I'm not going to let the dream be in control. I'm going to be in control. This is my dream. This is my story. My story of life in the story of life. You know? And you're realizing that everything in life, in the story of life, is no different than you. Okay? Just as that oak tree is extremely strong and full of vitality and prosperity and abundance and is beautiful and is luxurious and fulfilled, so are you. There's no difference. God is the tree. God is your body. And God is you letting you learn how to use your mind. The one he gave you. When you're done here, he wraps the consciousness in your head and your imagination and your subconscious all together and lifts you up out of your skull. This is the God in your heart and presents you to El Shaddai. The one who started it out. And then you're asked the three most important things in life. And they are faith, hope, and love. And this is important to understand. Neville Goddard confused a lot of people with his perception that when you reach satisfaction, he would say you're in the Sabbath. No, that's not what the Bible says. He perceived it that way. What the Bible says is you're in happy expectation. You're in hope. Okay? Hope is happy expectation. The unseen will be seen. Faith is knowing the unseen will be seen. And love is loving on it, even though it's unseen, and loving it more when it is seen. Faith, hope, and love. Okay? These are the three most important things. And if you answer faith, Sabbath, and love, you're going to have to come back down because those are not the three most important things. The Sabbath in the Bible refers to several things. Okay, the Sabbath refers to um, this is the time of tithing, that you're to give one tenth of your waking hours to God. And that's just to silence, just sitting in silence, okay? Not letting your mind wander, not thinking about anything, sitting in silence. This is fasting, what the Bible means by fasting. Then on a, um, another level, each day represents an age. And the seventh age is the one where man takes over and God gets to rest and watch. This is the age of Aquarius, the life bearer. Now, it is also about, you know, you're resting without and not eating or anything else. You're giving that to God. Well, you, you got to pee, you got to eat, and you got to drink. Okay? It's not meant that way. It's meant subjectively to give a tenth of your time to God. Your waking time. 
let him rest for one day. Okay? No stories. Because if you have stories going on, then he can't rest. And when you're in that silence, you'll go deeper into it and you'll start getting visions and messages and things like that. It's you're saying, I'm here. I'm listening. You know, I love you. I'm right here and I'm listening. And now you're listening to him just as he listens to you. And you jibber-jabber away. He sits there and listens to you. And then when you hush, he's working to bring that to you. And then he starts talking to you. And it's great. And it's wonderful. <laughs> and you get the, the most beautiful insights. And the most beautiful, you know, look at life. And how all this works. And it, it's just wonderful. You get all kinds of wonderful stuff. So I hope this helps. You know, fear is important because it's God telling you it is your gut, it is your instinct. But it's not telling you to be afraid and run. It's telling you you're seeing life objectively, okay? Bad shit's going to happen if you stay here. You need to leave. And you need to think. And that's what it's meant by run. Turn and run. You know, run, 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 run. Because that's a mundane task. You're not thinking when you're running. You know, you've gone to silence. You're just putting one foot in front of the other. You're running. You know? And then the answers start coming. Go here. Go left. Go right. Do this. Do that. No, they're not. They're really wonderful. Why would you think they were ugly like that? The ugly was going to happen. You had to leave. Now, Clean up your mind. <laughs> That's what it's saying. Run from the objective side and change it. You know better. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you.